Hello, my fanist friends. Welcome to my podcast feed. Powered by ACAS Plus, here's a joke from my son. What did the bum say to the other bum? That's a bummer. You know, not for everyone. Uh, so, uh, look, thanks to everyone who's come to see the previews of Can I Have My Ball Back. It's been going really, really well, and uh, I'm really pleased with how the show's turning out. It's officially on tour now from Wednesday. I'll be at the Leicester Square Theatre. A couple of tickets left. Lots of press coming to that one. It'd be lovely to sell out, but there are a few other London gigs not selling as well. So if you're going to come to London... Maybe look up those other London gigs. And then this week I'll be in St Albans on Thursday, Gloucester on Friday, Chorley on Saturday, which is sold out. You can join the waiting list. And Glasgow on Sunday, two shows. I think the earlier show is sold out. Check with the venue, but the later show has some availability. Come along if you can. If you enjoy these podcasts and like them being free, then the great way to pay me back is to buy a ticket to a show or buy a download or a book from gofasterstripe.com. But you can just keep listening for free as well. That pays me back also. So, you know, no no pressure. But I'd love to see you there. If you just know me from the podcast and don't know me as a stand-up, I'm pretty good as a stand-up. It's a good show. I think you're going to enjoy it. It's only made about seven men faint so far. So, you know, are you brave enough to take the challenge? Let's sit back, relax and enjoy whichever podcast you're listening to now. Quality sleep is essential. That's why the Sleep Number Smart Bed is designed for your ever-evolving sleep needs. Need a bed that's firmer or softer on either side? Helps you sleep at a comfortable temperature? Sleep Number Smart Beds let you individualize your comfort, so you sleep better together. J.D. Power ranks Sleep Number number one in customer satisfaction with mattresses purchased in-store. And now, save 50% on the Sleep Number Limited Edition Smart Bed for a limited time. For J.D. Power 2023 award information, visit jdpower.com slash awards. Only at a Sleep Number store or sleepnumber.com. Hey, I'm Ryan Reynolds. Recently, I asked Mint Mobile's legal team if big wireless companies are allowed to raise prices due to inflation. They said yes. And then when I asked if raising prices technically violates those onerous two-year contracts, they said, what the f*** are you talking about, you insane Hollywood ass. So to recap, we're cutting the price of Mint Unlimited from $30 a month to just $15 a month. Give it a try at mintmobile.com slash switch. $45 up front for three months plus taxes and fees. Promote for new customers for limited time. Unlimited more than 40 gigabytes per month. Slows full terms at mintmobile.com. Hello, welcome to Richard's Lesser Square Theatre Podcast. My guest is Susie Dent this week. Yes, it's going to be a classy one where we talk about words. But I imagine mainly about rude words. That's my, that's my guess. Um... If you like these, why not come and see me on tour and see me do some proper stuff, which I've written, and I'm not just fucking around and making up. Go to richtang.com slash gigs, and you can see all my upcoming gigs. Uh, I'm doing a tour called The Best, Richard Herring, The Best, uh, which will be on through the autumn and the spring of 2017. If you're listening to this after that, go to the gig guide and see if I'm doing a different show. If you're listening to this well in the future, hopefully, and I'm dead, just pull a sad face. As you listen to this, you don't have to do anything. All right, let's listen to Richard Haynes, Leicester Square Theatre Bugger. Ladies and gentlemen, welcome to the Leicester Square Theatre. <laughs> Please welcome a man who, since last week, has had sex with a baboon and Vic Reeves was right. It's Richard Herring! <laughs> Thank you very much. Had some trouble with the microphone backstage there. 
professional, I covered it. No one noticed. Welcome to the Let's Square Theatre. Welcome to another episode of Rich Herring's Let's Square Theatre podcast. But I was, uh, I was down at the uh, petrol station <laughs> and the other day. And there's a kid's drinking Quattro. I don't know if you... It's four different flavours of... In one drink. They called it. They said, hey, you're the guy from Rehearsal to Purse. I don't know if that's a, don't know if that's a thing. So, uh, you're much better than last week's audience. They were rubbish. So, uh, it's... We've got uh, David Frew there alone. None of his... It's a very... Uh, it's not like the kind of top you usually wear. David, is that a new... Is this a new thing you've got? You've had it for, I've had it for months. It's very cool. You look very nice. It's very trendy. I'm going to... Next week, I'm going to say I was with David Frew, the nuclear physicist... <laughs> Wearing his little top is nice. So uh, you're still wearing the same shirt as last week. I'm the god of tits and wine. Uh, uh, Vic Reeves, you were hoping Vic Reeves will be back. <laughs> you've, you've featured a lot, haven't you? It's because you sit in the front row. Uh, and there's a, there's a man with... Uh, I like this man because his T-shirt says idiot. And that is... That's the kind of person who should be at the show. Uh, so uh, we'll see if there's anyone else I can check. This is a new lady. This is a new gentleman and lady. Are you? Have you been before? Uh, yeah. yeah, okay. Have you been before? Yeah, of course, yeah. What's your name? Horseshoe. Horseshoe. Doesn't sound like the kind of name that we are allowed in our country anymore. (laughs) By this stage. (laughs) So, well, I don't really like doing that joke. I did that joke last week and now I sort of feel, oh, God. Uh, What what do you do for a living, Horseshoe? I'm working for a law firm. You're working for a law firm? Coming over here. Taking, our, taking jobs that none of us could do because cl- we're too fucking stupid that's stupidest country aren't we you're from here aren't you stupidest people in the world aren't we have you ended up with this lovely lady okay oh, that's nice it's nice this well pressed shirt you should press your own shirts who, who does the ironing do you do the ironing you're working a, no you're working a law firm where did you, you get them done did your mum do it It's what? The cleaner. Wow, look at that. Fuck, it's my... It's got, it's got a cleaner. Ooh, la, la. I've got one too as well. No, they'll be sent back as well, won't they? So... Uh, <laughs> oh, God. It was funny because it's true. Uh, so, um, we'll, uh, we'll crack straight on. Uh, so, I, uh, my guest this week, I'm very excited about because I love words... And you will know her from her... She's best known for her appearance on Never Mind the Full Stops, which has come up a few times on this show. Please welcome Susie Denton, ladies and gentlemen. Come on in, Susie. Thank you. Come in, sit down. Pull up a microphone. Hello. How are you doing? I'm very well, thank you. Good. Do you remember being on Never Mind the Full Stops? I do. God, I hate. I Did was you on, do that? I was on it. I hated that show. You, you, weren't, you were only on one episode. Hey, right? I was only on one. It wasn't I was only invited on one. Uh, that was exactly my show. It was. Did you come up with it? No. No. Good. No, yeah. No. Exactly I, I, I hated the guy. I hate Julian Fellows. Do you? But only from being on Never Mind the Full Stops. He does be... know everything, and he gets very cross about things. Yeah. Well. Exactly. You'd be good at that, though. No, I had a big argument with him about the Oxford comma. Did I you? remember. Yes. Yeah. Bloody Oxford comma. <laughs> yeah. What's the Oxford comma? <laughs> The Oxford was a song by the Vampire Weekend. Okay. By, by Vampire Weekend. Uh, the Oxford Comma, do you really want me to say yeah, what the Oxford Comma is? Yeah, this is what this is, show is going to be like. Does, does anybody else know what the Oxford Comma is? It's, yeah. Yes, yes. It's, oh, you know that, do you? You know anything about Louis Brunel? 
I mean, I would, ma- I would imagine. <laughs> What's that? What to, I obviously know as well, but for the viewers and the listeners at home. <laughs> okay, the Oxford comma is the serial comma. So it's the comma that is yeah. drummed out of us at school that you uh, put before and. Okay. And it, it makes absolute sense, but trust me, it can be boring to no, anybody but me. Well, I'm with, we're, this is where we're going to be all the way through. Uh, <laughs> boring. I, did, I didn't enjoy, never mind the full stops, I have to say. Okay. Uh, but, um, so, you're a, a lexicographer. Yes. Yeah. Sort of, yeah. So, so, had to look that up. Uh, <laughs> though I think you're a sexicographer. <laughs> Yay. And there's no, there is no word of that because there has never been a sexy one before. So uh, there's, <laughs> you're the first. Uh, isn't, I, when I was at school, I liked to go into the school library yes. and get the dictionary out and look yeah. up the rude, rude word, words like bum. Yeah. And fart. then laugh. Fart. And fart. Up some in my bum. dictionary, it's always a windy escape backwards. That's how it's, <laughs> I think it's been updated a bit. It's a weird thing because when you're a kid, you're only looking up words that you already know. If you're looking up rude words, it's, you're unlikely to chance across... So it's, it's like just affirmation of what you already know, isn't it, when you're doing that? But I remember yeah. it being a thrilling... Is that why you wanted to become... <laughs> a... <laughs> uh, no, I started off in completely different um, areas. I started off in French and German. I mean, essentially, I was born to be a geek. I always, always wanted to be very sporty. Yeah. I tried my hands at so many sports. It was brilliant at 60 metres and then was always sick. <laughs> uh, and... I realised that it probably wasn't going to be for me, but I remember even in assemblies being really excited when they read out house captains and sports captains, and I desperately wanted to be a sports captain, and I was always chief librarian, which for <laughs> me was just... There was the Deportment Cup as well. I once won the Deportment Cup wow. to sit up. But, yeah, that's how sad I was, and I couldn't really escape it. So, anyway, I always loved dictionaries, but French and German ones. Right. And so I was always the one sitting in the back of the car with a vocabulary book, just swatting up on German phrases. That's good. And that's what, is we, it? These people are nerds. So are this is, they all identify. They're all just sitting there feeling good about themselves. <laughs> once. Uh, so, but when you're working and it's your job, did, yeah. how much of the day do you spend looking up rude words in the dictionary? Now uh, rude words. Yeah. Um, well, the thing about me and rude words yeah. is that I don't... Uh, if you ask Rachel or Riley, who I work with, um, she will say, I know the dictionary... I know everything in the dictionary, which I don't, but apart from the rude words. Right. So when something like um, growler, for example, came up, <laughs> Nick said to me, what's a growler? And I said, it's a personal thing that growls. Yeah. Uh, meanwhile, Rachel was just off uh, <laughs> or crouched over. And Nick and I often just operate at this level and Rachel's on a completely different one. So <laughs> famously... Uh, I was doing in my origin of words section if you've ever seen it I was I decided to jazz things up a bit and it was we, we record five shows a day uh, and three in three day blocks so by yeah. the 15th show we are on our knees and I thought right this is the one I'm going to do the history of underwear the vocabulary of underwear and I got through suspenders and stockings and you know Nick was looking interested <laughs> and then I got to the teddy and which Nick was do you know what a teddy is? I do know yeah. what a teddy is do you, you know what a teddy is and Nick was looking really bemused by this <laughs> I said to him Nick I, uh, I don't suppose you've ever come across a teddy <laughs> um, and Martin Lewis was sitting next to me he disappeared but I just carried on regardless Nick, Nick and I were just both having an entertaining discussion about underwear but everybody else was yeah <laughs> so that's the thing about me I, I mean I remember the farting one yes. I remember coming across um, I tweeted about this recently a thorough cough 
Okay. Which is when you cough and fart at the same time. Okay. <laughs> um, that's from the 1800s, so they liked it even then. Um, and, I mean, now every single rude word is in the dictionary. I'd yeah. love to do a programme about is, history of swear words. What is the rudest word in the world? The rudest word? Yeah, I want to see if I've heard it. Oh. Uh, um, okay, well, if you ask my daughter, my youngest, who goes through in the supermarket the other day, literally, she was saying, Mum, what's the P word? Uh, and she thought that the C word was not even crap, she thought it was carp. <laughs> so, so I haven't disabused her of that. Yeah. Uh, and she was told that the B word was blistering oh. as well. So, that, But obviously, those aren't rude. What's the rudest word? Well, if you go back to. That my, one of my favourite dictionaries is called the Classical Dictionary of the Vulgar Tongue. <laughs> Excuse me, I can't even say it. Classical Dictionary of the Vulgar Tongue, yeah. which was written by this, um, uh, this man called Francis Gross, and he had been a soldier, and soldiers are well known for their swearing habits. Uh, and he was gross by sort of stature as well as gross by nature, but he was an amazing person. He used to go out at night and visit all the brothels and uh, gambling dens and taverns. You know, he lived at the same time as Samuel Johnson. Johnson just looked to the literary giants and Gross just hung out with the high women and the cut purses and the, you know, the thieves and the prostitutes. Anyway, he came up with this dictionary, which is wonderful, fantastic. And there's many, many rude, what kind of rude words as you were likely to find. He is quite rude, actually. Um, But just funny, like blind Cupid was slang for a bottom. It was funny. Um, Bread and butter was the missionary position. They talk about bread and butter. Lots of sexual positions in that that dictionary. Um, and lobcock I quite like as well. Okay. And lobcock is just the biggest insult of the 1800s, and it literally means relaxed penis. <laughs> but, yes, you I've call got somebody a lobcock. That now means an erection, though, doesn't it? I've got a, a lobcock. Lob- is lob- it? See, I told you, I don't yeah. know all this stuff. Well, now I'm coming to doubt myself. I, mean, you know, I, thought, <laughs> I thought I knew everything there was to know about... Vo- I like they used to call, in medieval times, they used to call a skirt a fuck sale. Uh, well, fuck. The first, the yeah. first reference of that is in a surname in the Oxford English Dictionary. So, in that, I think it's in the 1400s. Uh, there was somebody called Roger Le Windfuck. Right. Uh, that was that was the first, literally the first evidence we have. Of and the, that did of the word come fuck. from that? Did he like having sex? Uh, well, that was also. I think even today, a windfucker is a hawk. Right. Um, so, because they, you know, they sort of ride the waves, okay, they do. The, the, not the waves, you know, <laughs> the air. The wet, um, airwaves. But right. yeah, lots of lots of words like Bilberry as well. There was somebody called Gustav Gustavo Bilberry or something. Anyway, okay. lot, lots and lots of surnames give us our first our first words. Herring maybe as well. You never herring. know. Yeah. It's a good name. There's nothing funny about the right name Herring. <laughs> <laughs> it does. I think it means Herring means penis somewhere because I think I've worked. Does I've, it? Yeah, because I worked because I'm, I'm, I'm my first name's Dick and my second name's Herring. So when I was writing my book Talking Cock, which has a lot of euphemisms for penis in it, if you yeah. want to check that out. Did you have Lobcock in there? Did I have Lobcock? I didn't know. No, okay. I didn't go medieval. I just you know there was enough. I'd made up. Because <laughs> I well I try. You know there's a brilliant thing called the Vis Profanosaurus. Do you have you seen Vis Profanosaurus? Yes. I have so, that, I like that kind of poetry of the gutter, and it's sort of more. I did know about. I'd read your article about Johnson and Gross. So oh, I okay. Knew so you knew about that. I did but know a little bit about that, but the, only from re- researching uh, for this. But they weren't always considered so rude. That's the thing. Yeah. That, you know, so even like our most taboo words. Um, well, I think fuck has always been quite rude, and the c word always quite rude. Which, um, what's the c word? Uh, carp. Carp. Okay. Carp. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> 
but um, but some of them really weren't considered too rude, and it's yeah. just you know modern sensitivities. Well, it is, but it's weird that they're all just words. So, like, I, mean, that's yeah. why I, I love playing Scrabble, and I love Countdown as well, obviously. Uh, but you know, it, what I quite like about Scrabble is, or just if it's in the dictionary, it counts. So it doesn't matter. You know, it can be a, the most horrible word that you would never yeah, yeah. say. All that matters is it's it's that, it, that it's a word and it scores some points. Yeah. And there's a kind of equality to that. So it's kind of odd by making a rude a word rude, you give it a power that doesn't ex- that it's, doesn't exist. It's a fascinating except, subject, as you say. Yeah, yeah. it is. It is. So it's word. it's so only by being it? offended by it that you give it the power. So if you yeah. weren't offended by those words, it wouldn't they wouldn't have any power. So it's it's sort of. A, Interesting. If I worked on a dictionary like you do in the dictionary world, yeah, because I play Scrabble, I would just put loads. I'd make up loads of new words that would be good for Scrabble. Like "vu" would be a good one. Meaning? Well, do whatever you like. (laughs) (laughs) It doesn't matter. It doesn't care as long as it's just a word. A "vu" a word that doesn't mean anything but is there, so it'll be useful for Scrabble. That's a "vu." Yes. Can you you stick that in? Because I hate having "u" and "v" in Scrabble. They're bad in Countdown as well. They are. Yeah, it's true. Yeah. Okay, I'll see what I can do. Okay. Yeah. If I want to get a word in the dictionary, what do I have to do? Because I've got a word called Cumpkin that I would like to get in the dictionary. Uh, I knew that would come up. Which is a thing that I What's accidentally this? created. Well, it's actually, there is a definition online. I, I was talking about pumpkins in a show and I accidentally said Cumpkin. And then I imagined what that might be. And uh, what it is, as it turns out, from the, is, a, is a pumpkin that five men have ejaculated into. And then... Uh, <laughs> then a, w- yeah. a woman puts Why on their head. I mean, five or more. Just, okay. it's got to be several men. Why five? And then a woman puts it on her head. I puts it on her head, yeah. So it's like a, you know, a pumpkin for it that you would have in Halloween. Have you ever put a pumpkin and on then, your head? And then you put it on your head and it's full of, you know, ejaculant. Ejaculant. How, do I, how would I get that into the dictionary? <laughs> Because I don't think it's in at the moment, but I've no, used it now it in two different podcasts. Yeah, so I think you've got to do a lot more than that. Okay, yeah. uh, okay. democracy is all, so yeah. it's all about usage. So get millions and millions of people using it in lots of different contexts, yeah. and then give me a call. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> um, yeah. Encouraging me to get people to put pumpkins on the head, really, is what no, you're not, not, no, no, I think maybe just always figurative, don't you think? I think, yeah, yeah, just use it figuratively. Okay. Unless, yeah, I can't see there's going to be a fashion for pumpkins. Okay. And uh, he's not accepting that. I, <laughs> I, well, I think it'll be there. I, uh, I like trying. I, when I write a metro column I, every now and again, I try, try to get as many new euphemisms for whatever I'm writing about in. So I want to try and get some of these in. Okay. Uh, the one I wrote this week is about toilet seats, and these are some things I came up for new words for toilet seats: vomiting man's noose. Right. <laughs> Arse Stargate, or it could be Arsegate. Yes. Bumholder, I mean, that's just obvious. And then <laughs> Crap Gap and Shit Slit. So, again, can I get that? Can you put you those in? You probably could. I mean, again, going back to, the, you know, two, 200 years ago, yeah. vomiting had loads and loads of euphemisms, so you could um, flash the hash <laughs> um, or shoot the cat. Yeah. Uh, or if you were, if you had a vice admiral, oh no, an admiral of the narrow seas is right. if you're really, really drunk and are sick in your companion shoes. And if you're a vice admiral, <laughs> vice admiral of the narrow seas is when you pee into your companion shoes because you're that drunk. It's not very nice. But this was 200 years ago. So, and lose, lose loads yeah. of euphemisms. Yeah, it's interesting. Isn't it? so, so that's what I like about Visphanosaurus. It's basically 10,000 definitions yeah. of seven things. I mean, yeah, it's the same. That's <laughs> true. Yeah. Any slang dictionary would be the yeah. same. Yeah. yeah, sex, drugs, 
money, uh, <laughs> sex. Um, well, yeah, yeah parts of the body. It's all, yeah, it's, yeah. It's, um, yeah, it's yeah. interesting. So like, I think you might have been on TV more than anybody in the country, because my memory <laughs> is that you've always been on Countdown, but that's not true, is it? You came into Countdown um, sort of in... Not, yeah, no, ten, not ten always. Years. No, yeah, I didn't. I wasn't on it from the start. And you weren't on it all the time, even when you no, started? No, I really wasn't. There was a whole uh, team of us who, who rotated, and many people wished that that was still the case. <laughs> I don't think that's uh, the case. No, I bet they but did. But basically since 1993-ish or something, when you well, first... Full time, only since two thousand and three. Yeah, but yeah, I was I was rotating. Um, <laughs> in, back in nineteen ninety two was my. Well, do you think anyone's thing. been on TV more because you've been yeah. on like three thousand times, maybe on Countdown something like that? Yeah, um, I'm sure there are some people. I used to think it was me and the clock left in the Countdown team, and now the clock's been replaced. <laughs> um, so I'm not sure that's very good. Um, Alan Titchmarsh, maybe. Nice. Uh, He's done about two hundred. See? Yeah. Um, <laughs> desperately it's trying amazing to, think. to have that. As you say, like you're the only person in Canada, you're the, the longest surviving uh, person. <laughs> Some of them haven't survived, literally, but mostly. <laughs> oh, <no. laughs> most I love of them Richard. Been, you know, yes. Well, we, well as in, as Richard Whiteley is an amazing man. I've done, he's the only person, like, apart from royalty or a politician or something. I, when he died, I was in the shop in, on the Oxbridge Road in Shepherd's Bush. And a man turned to me who I didn't know and said, Richard Whiteley's died. Oh. And like, you know, He'd stranger. Yeah. And it was like one of those moments in, in the country where people could turn you to remember. me. It was like Princess Diana dying, Richard Whiteley dying. It was very, you know, it was a big surprise and obviously it must have been terrible for you. But he was, yeah. he was a hilarious man on he the was. show. He was. I mean, Richard wore his heart on his sleeve. So if he yeah. was grumpy, you definitely knew it. <laughs> uh, but equally, he was just very funny, very, very sweet. Taxi drivers in Leeds hated him for some reason. I have not met a taxi driver in Leeds who, I think he used to literally get in the back of the cab and say, take me home because yeah. uh, they'd know where he was but I think that's about it yeah. um, but he were, if you, he had a there was a memorial service for him in York and uh, yeah that was that was very emotional very yeah. very emotional and just littered with people who had these fantastic memories and he was also incredibly good journalist so he interviewed every single prime minister bar Harold Wilson I think in his lifetime right so um, yeah he was he was a really good parliamentary uh, journalist yeah and spectacularly bad at puns, as we all know. Um, but lovely man. Yeah, just a grumpy one sometimes. Which is your least favourite countdown host? Oh, no! <laughs> that, I just can't, I can't possibly comment. Yeah. Um, no, we used to... They were, <laughs> I loved Des Line and was yeah. just, you know... I, I, well, who can't love Des? But he, it's a hard he, job. People, it gets through them once and after Whiteley went. It's been, there's been quite a big turnover of people yeah. not being able to cope with the demands of hosting Countdown. Um, yes. I think De- <laughs> well, I think Des just found the travelling too much, and he didn't need to do it, really, because yeah. he was close to retirement then anyway. Um, and uh, Jeff just decided to focus on sport, although he's now doing a quiz show, so <laughs> I don't know what that says about us. But, um, and Des, Des O'Connor would just, he would far prefer to be in front of the audience singing for an hour and a half, which he used to do regularly, than actually sitting in the countdown chair. <laughs> he is he is a performer. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Out of all the, because I often think with a lot of those quiz shows, you must, like, deal or no deal. Yeah. That must be hard to go into work every day, don't you think, being Noel Edmonds? I mean, no, it must be quite hard being Noel Edmonds. <laughs> but to go into work every day and think, oh, God, I've got to do, pretend that I give a fuck. Yeah. Uh, you know what I mean? Whereas at least Countdown, 
like loads there's loads of different people and then, there's loads of different people and, and, and it's, it's, genuinely that it i just i just biggest cliche in the world but it is like a family so yeah. so many people have been there since the beginning sure. um and we have a real laugh we really do and i still get really nervous if, if we've been out because we haven't been in studio now for a few weeks when i go back i will still be very nervous right. and i'm being beaten quite a lot at the moment because we have some fantastic people in right. um but that's the honesty of the show so you know we're not we're not i i have an earpiece i can say this publicly because there's been so much rubbish about me in the earpiece uh, we all have earpiece actually rachel doesn't have an earpiece um and the gallery plays along too but we will never ever use a computer right. as in on my laptop i don't have an anagram finder or anything right. so frequently we don't get the longest word you um, usually do i think there's only been once or twice where, oh, I've, where nice I've, I've kind of thought oh i've thought of one that they haven't thought yeah of. no I but regularly i'm not that good get i'm not as good at countdown as i am at scrabble, scrabble. yeah there you are in Ace at Scrabble, aren't you? I'm all right at Scrabble. Yeah. But I'd be better be if BU was in there. I'm extremely competitive, and I always lose at everything, apart from Scrabble. Yeah. yeah. I see, I don't play Scrabble because, yeah. this is this is my story and I'll stick to it, but because the dictionaries are so different that I would just get very confused as to what was allowed when. So I never play it, even sometimes in sort of deep secrecy I'll play it with my family but anybody could beat me at Scrabble that's just a big big confession people think I'll be amazing but actually I'll be really rubbish but Colin you... Murray beat me famously right. so he thrashed me so much he's still got the score sheet on his fridge <laughs> uh, yeah do you, learn, do you try and learn the like words for countdown though or do you just you know do you think oh that would be a good word for countdown I'll remember that or yeah I try yeah. I try and remember those but also it's very circular so <laughs> anyone who gets bored by the show would say yes it's very circular <laughs> but no it is so the, the, the same words come, yeah, come up again and yeah. again um, and I love my laptop now don't know if everyone was really gutted when we moved from the printed dictionary maybe me I was the, the one talent in life was that I could look a word up really quickly yeah. I had the biggest dictionary flicking finger in the world yeah. and now even that's gone <laughs> And I just, That's one of my yeah. euphemisms. I, believe, so, um. <laughs> I knew that was saying. Yes. Yeah, I saw the guy, one of the guys from Eggheads. I don't like Eggheads. I wouldn't have any of them on. I would. I might have had CJ on just to ask him about the murder and stuff. But uh, <laughs> have you ever have you ever murdered anyone by pushing them into a canal? Um, no. No. Uh, so if you had done and then you admitted, that would be a story there. But God, you're like, <laughs> uh, I, he'd be quite interesting to have on, but I don't like them. But Kevin from Eggheads, I once saw in Pizza Express. Uh, eating on his own, just learning facts. From oh, a really? Yeah. And I, that is the kind of commitment that okay. makes yes, him even the I chief egghead. So. I've got to do the chase quite soon. Have you seen? Have you? Is that terrifying? I haven't done it, but okay. I think it's. Uh, yeah, I think it's quite. I quite like that. I, I prefer pointless. So I kind of watch pointless. So have you been on pointless? I, I'm not. <laughs> Might have, uh, I, can't re- I can't really remember. It's not something I'd, uh, certainly not something I would mention if I'd been on it. Been on it a couple of times, yeah. So. I was on cele- Have you done Celebrity Mastermind? Did you do that? Yeah, you, were, you, done it? you were brilliant. No, I have I to did, say, I, I, was, I was asked a few times and I just thought the only way I can go is down. But it's, it's the learning, isn't it? It's a specialist subject. So you do generally have to spot up on you that. You do have to spot up, but you, you're very clever. So you could, is, it, is it too much of a. Is that your worry that people think you're going to be super yeah. clever? So That's my worry. The chase as well, because it's general knowledge. Uh, it's, it's quite well. The chase is sort of. They are, some of it's just difficult, but you can usually take a punt. They give uh, yeah. multiple choice on the other ones. Okay. The first ones. Um, I need to watch some telly, really. Yeah. They're, it's quite hard, I think, the chase, and it's quite hard to beat the chaser, so you don't have to worry, right? Okay. You can't really win it. It's Paul Sinner. We've had him on. 
I went out in the first round of pointless as well. Did you? Yes. Oh, that's good. I was with them. Well, Dan Snow. <laughs> what what went wrong and pointless? <laughs> well, Graham Garden was what went wrong. Oh yeah. Because we, uh, I think the question was name a country beginning with S E C O L I etc etc. Yeah. It was S E yeah. And um, Liechtenstein. That was my. I, I mean, talk about spotting up. Yeah. Every single person there had learned. I don't know, 50, 100 stats because they they knew what was going to come up anyway. Yeah. Um, she says defensively. And <laughs> this came up and Liechtenstein, I was just literally, I was like one of those person in that we have to wait for your turn. And Graham Garden said Liechtenstein, uh. pointless answer. I didn't, I hadn't even thought I'd needed a backup because I was so proud of Liechtenstein. And then I said Senegal, which was 50 or something. And then, yeah, and then Dan said Cook Islands, which aren't a country. (laughs) So, so yeah. Yeah, But I was literally on on there for five minutes. It's always the other person letting you down. That's the vibe. No, no, I I think he he went for broke because I let him down. (laughs) So, yeah. The Cook Islands is a country. Doesn't begin with L.I., though. No, no, CO was on that. Oh, CO was allowed. Yeah. Okay. I, love, I love quizzes. That's why I'm I can done. tell. You know, I'm, I, I quite like to, Well, I'm quite old already, but I'm looking forward to being 70. So I and can just spend just all day <laughs> watching quizzes. Like Are you point? the sort you of person... On tipping point. No. you great on that. Would I? Yeah, because it's easy. Tipping point. And it's just the stuff falling off a ledge. <laughs> okay, I haven't <laughs> seen that one. I mean, how does Ben Shepherd go in every day? <laughs> oh, God, is it... Yeah, there's. What do you think's going to happen? Either it'll fall off or it won't, Ben. <laughs> Probably. Let's see. Yeah, you were right. It was one of those two things happened. So at least you've got, you know, you've got to come up with anagrams. You get to do a little story about a word every day. Yes. It's exciting. It is. No, I do. Yeah. I genuinely love it. And then, of course, we have the 8 out of 10 cats version. Yes, of course. Which I now see. I never, ever watch anything I do back, ever. Uh, so I've never watched Ace Aston Cats, but apparently I sit there, and the way they edited it, that I sit there imperiously as if I'm looking down on everybody, which is not the truth. I laugh a lot during that you show. You should look down. Apart from when Jimmy insults me, and then I cry. Of, you're better than all of those people. No, so not, and then, uh, yeah, so it's like, do I look really stern all the way through? I don't think so. I think you look like you're having a good time. It's, an, it's interesting that that, that, that I think, because I've tried, uh, with Deal or No Deal, I said they should do a late night version of Deal or No Deal, yeah. where you have a poker commentary over the top saying how rubbish everything that Noel Evans is saying <laughs> statistically. I think that would be great, you know. So I think it's interesting you can take like a, a format that is probably, apart from me, for the, uh, the elderly people <laughs> at home who are doing nothing in the afternoon. Yeah. Uh, and, and comedy cabbies. writers. Yeah, and shift workers. Like. It's a great show, it's a great show, but I think like all these no, things, that all these things are like, you know. I'm looking forward to being old age if I live that long so I can just do them without feeling guilty. Uh, I like doing kakurus and sudokus. You know, I can just do that all day. Playing Adam's Family Pinball, that's all I'm, I'm going to do. That's all I do now. I don't know why I'm waiting for 20 years. I can tell. Uh, but uh, it's interesting that you can take it and make it sort of hip and, and mess around with it a bit, but it's still... Work. I mean, it's, you know, the game still works, but you're having sort of fun with it. Yeah, no, we have lots yeah. of fun. The, the sort of agony for me and Rachel is um, is that we're not comedians, as you can tell. And so, that in the real show, I don't know how long it is on the on the um, transmitted show, but in the real show, it's about an hour before they get to us, and we've had an hour of very funny introductions, mascots, comedy, people falling over. 
And then Jimmy will say, so Susie, what's your favorite American word? And I have to think of a favorite American word and try and be funny. And, yeah. and I always fail. Yeah, so no, that's... Try to be funny. Just tell them the answer. It's, it's, if I was ever yeah. on that show, I would refuse to join in with the hijinks. I would okay. say, I'd just be... this is Countdown, have some respect. <laughs> <laughs> Let's play it okay. properly or not at all. I don't think I'm very, so I'm not I played we did there was an Edinburgh version of it which I think was unofficial I don't know if it, it was before the the TV version I don't know if someone took the idea from that but the, we I played Countdown in Edinburgh uh, as a and it's really difficult especially to do the numbers I think in the time yeah but even because you, you even if you think oh I'm, 30 seconds this isn't long enough is it so you think you're looking and the at clock going, is really loud yeah. if you're sitting there as well I'm going to yeah. get you in Dictionary Corner then okay I'll come in Dictionary Corner good so um, to speak <laughs> I'll come all over it. Uh, not so to speak. <laughs> Don't bring a pumpkin. Um, Actually, you could model a pumpkin. Yeah, that's how yeah. you could get it going. Is you could come on. In come one. and model it on countdown. Yeah, yeah. I think I'll probably get uh, get some publicity. <laughs> for the word pumpkin. Um, what old words would you like to see make a comeback? From the olden days, that aren't, you know, oh. they don't have to be rude ones, they can be... They don't have to be rude. No, they can be, but they don't have to be rude. Uh, so, I've got so many. I thought, I, this, is my, this is my notebook yeah. that I take with me, even when I'm um, out in a rowing boat, I take a little book with me, and I always write these down. But they're a bit odd. Oh, you so in a rowing boat if you look often. at that one, you'd think, that last one, I don't know if you can read my writing. My brother Jack's off. Yes. So that, that's, good to know. So that I wrote down because um, it's a ex- good example of why you need to put in an apostrophe. Because if you say my brother Jack's off to the women's football, yeah, that's one thing. But if you miss the apostrophe, so that was just yeah. an example that I wrote down. Um, just to remind yourself. No, I do literally I just write because I heard, yeah, I yeah. do just because I heard it. Uh, and yes, do you want me to carry on with I do, I try? find this um, absolutely amazing. So. Okay. Um, oh, I've got, yeah, these, these are things that, uh, you know, I said I'm not very good with rude words. Yes. I've actually sent loads of tweets not realising what I was saying. It was quite rude. Uh, gerbled is one, if anybody saw that. Uh, this is gerbled, J-I-R-B-L-E-D. Right. And I love this word because if you uh, gerbil your tea, you spill it because your hands are a bit shaky. Okay. And I stupidly put something like, to gerbil is to spill liquid as a result of unsteady hands. <laughs> uh, so that was that one. Um, and poon, pooning was another one that... <laughs> poon a table is to put a little bit of cardboard underneath a wobbly leg okay. to stabilise it, which I thought was very useful. Uh, so I was... Yes, I think I said that sometimes people need pooning as well as tables or something. Anyway, that wasn't very good, yeah. Um, uh, what else have I got here? Inexpressibles. Just noted that down the other day because I love that. It's just an old euphemism for trousers. So they were allowed to call somebody a lobcock, yeah. but they couldn't refer to their trousers. So, so they trousers. were the inexpressibles or their unmentionables. Yeah. With their breeches, which I quite like. Um, these are just very random. Oh, lactose intolerant. Have you heard of egg corns? Yes, yeah, because Adam yes. and Joe used to do a lot yeah, of these. Of course. Yeah. yeah. Um, cool fact a crocodile can't stick out its tongue. Also, you can get health insurance for a month or just under a year in some states. United Healthcare short term insurance plans, underwritten by Golden Rule Insurance Company, offer flexible, budget friendly coverage for you. Learn more at uh1.com. 
Ryan Reynolds here from Mint Mobile. With the price of just about everything going up during inflation, we thought we'd bring our prices down. So to help us, we brought in a reverse auctioneer, which is apparently a thing. Mint Mobile Unlimited Premium Wireless. Ready to get 30, 30, ready to get 30, ready to get 20, 20, 20, ready to get 20, 20, ready to get 15, 15, 15, 15, just 15 bucks a month. So give it a try at mintmobile.com slash switch. $45 up front for three months plus taxes and fees. Promote for new customers for limited time. Unlimited more than 40 gigabytes per month. Slows. Full terms at mintmobile.com. There's never been a faster or easier way to start your weight loss journey than with Plush Care. PlushCare accepts most insurance plans and gives you online access to board-certified physicians who can prescribe FDA-approved weight loss medications like Wigovi and ZepBound for those who qualify. Take charge of your health and speak with a board-certified physician about a weight loss plan that's right for you. Get started today at PlushCare.com slash weight loss. That's PlushCare.com slash weight loss. PlushCare.com slash weight loss. Um, yeah, that's one of my favourites. Instead of being lactose intolerant, people yeah. are saying they're lactose intolerant, lactose. which I totally get. And Lord of the Dance Seti is my one. That was I my know, show. I loved that, of course. Yeah. 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 That was, I think one of my first tweets was saying <laughs> how clever that was. And I realised I was about 10 years behind everybody else. <laughs> um, but yes, cold slaw is another one. Somebody saying I've got a massive cold slaw. Yeah. Uh, cold slaw cold on, uh, on my lip. And someone the other day saying that um, they were thanking her friend for a cup of coffee and she said, I'm internally grateful. <laughs> I thought it was very good. Anyway, going back to... Well, you see, what were you asking me about? I was asking you if there's any, oh, any of the old words that... Because there's loads of fantastic words from the olden days that have completely fallen out of use. I mean, obviously, yeah. if you go back far enough. Yeah. But, uh, uh, well, I'd, yeah, I tend to just... I never really think how old they are because yeah. for me, they're just in my currency. So today, uh, I was thinking about two, for fairly obvious reasons, uh, about people who uh, talk a lot about subjects they don't know very much about, (laughs) um, and they're bloviators, and then people who talk endlessly and emptily and promise lots of things that they can't ever keep are clatterfarts, um, (laughs) or blatteroons, I like those as well. Yeah, those are good. Uh, What else? Um... So I quite like all sort of technical things as well. I don't I don't always speak like this at home, but if you you know, if when your leg's gone to sleep, yeah. that is technically called obdormition. Oh. I quite like that, nobody else does. No, um or kissing is osculation, which the Romans thought was actually really sexy. <laughs> but it doesn't sound very sexy. Osculating, osculare. Osculating, yeah. Yeah. Anyway, uh, wait, I, what I get what I get a lot on Twitter is if you make a mistake on Twitter, like grammatically, yes, like uh, nine items or less, yes, those sort of things, people get very angry about them. But mm-hmm. I think that this evolution of language, right, which I think is a beautiful thing, that, yeah. that that a word completely changes its meaning as it goes goes along. So yes. now nine items or less is the correct thing to say now. So whenever anyone says that, I say, you know, well, that's well, fine not- as long as you're speaking Anglo-Saxon the rest of the time. You know, because language changes. It does change. And it's not that that is correct. Yeah. It's... Um, <laughs> can I put that? Because we talk about standard or non-standard. So yeah. when you work with dictionaries, you don't say, this is how you've got to say something. So the fact that people are saying from the gecko instead of from the get-go, yeah. ultimately, that may change. Yeah. So um, another one which is, is this is not quite as funny but it's, it's a um, good example is today we curry favour 
Uh, but originally, it was to curry Favel, F-A-V-E-L, and Favel okay. was this middle, this horse, this mythical horse in a legend right. about how um, servants, some servants wanted to suck up to their king. So they would curry, they would literally get a, a curry comb and comb this horse in order right. to suck up to the king. Yeah. But nobody knows who Favel is, and Favel makes sense, we stuck that in. So, you know, things will replace... The, the wrong ones will replace the right versions over time if enough people use them. And is there a day when you come in and they go, oh, it's changed now, this today? <laughs> so that is, now it is curry favour. Yesterday we'd have told them off, but now it's allowed. No, you see, we never tell off. <laughs> Let's go with no, John Humphreys tells off, but we never do. But yeah, we do have strange discussions about that. And yeah. what we look at are these vast databases of current language where you can see... Uh, you know which one is 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 in the ascendancy and which one's not so five items or less used to be non-standard but now it's sort of you know just a standard and eight in in, i don't know 1700s kings and queens used to say ain't and they would have said less then as well so a lot of things we think of as being wrong like disinterested used to mean uninterested a long time ago so the good excuse you can use to anybody who corrects you on your grammar is well back in 1400 (laughs) uh, that was right yeah so and it changes to get over it it does and words words have these incredible journeys as you say i love word histories that's my that's my passion yeah well it is it's it's fascinating but um (laughs) it is it is i know it sounds sarcastic but i'm not (laughs) and uh, how do you choose the new there's new words every year right and most of them uh, the word of the year and then you never hear about them again yes um, how do they? How do they decide which? Are there any words from 2016 that are going to go in the dictionary that you know of now? Brexit, perhaps. Uh, Brexit. I'm just hoping that's not going to be word of the year because I tend to do the um, some of the PR for the word of the year. And last year was very controversial, as you probably know, because they chose an emoji. Uh, yeah, they chose the um, crying with laughter emoji. Um, which is making a point about language that it's pictorial, etc. Something should not change. <laughs> Papers didn't like that one. I can't see emojis because I'm, I'm going too blind. So if there's a tweet with an emoji and I don't know what, I just see a little blob there. I'm, I thought I was the only person in the world that hadn't paid extra for all the emojis because people seem to have an emoji for every situation, don't they? Well, On, okay, not you, youngsters. <laughs> Grow up. Just right. Someone with the hearts in their eyes, looking happy. That's, yeah. What's wrong with doing that? No, you can write. She can write out the words. Yeah. I know we keep talking about penises, but didn't aubergine mean penis at some point? Oh, I think. I, I think, I think people would write on, write down aubergine because yeah. the emoji became. Well, I think it's a, and then it was em- banned. Yeah, is it because the emoji of the the emoji looks like an aubergine? The aubergine emoji looks like a penis. <laughs> I think that. Yeah, I believe that. Anyway, so now so what's coming aubergine. up in 2016? What's going to be in the dictionary next year? <sighs> That's a very good point. Yeah. Well, it won't be in the dictionary because it will take a while. This is oh. the boring answer. But uh, I don't know. I always, the, the Oxford Word of the Year choice is always quite an interesting panel discussion because it's it's not a group of people with beards, women included, in a dusty library pouring over <laughs> volumes. We're quite, you know, we're quite normal, yeah. sort of. I'm trying to now avoid the question of what's going to be up <laughs> this year because it's been so dominated by Brexit, isn't it? Um, I don't have any strong candidates apart from that one this year. Okay. Not yet. It's quite... It's, or Cumpkin, maybe. It's kind of difficult to make up new words, though. Right? Most of them are just, like, two words put yeah. together, like a broken-down car that you've... Yeah, there's only about different... 1% that are entirely, entirely yeah. new. Because, yeah, most of them are blends, uh, you know, when I Portman, was a, When I was at school, we tried to popularise the phrase, which I then carried on trying to popularise, of Chegon, meaning bad luck. Chegon. You go, Chegon. Uh, what? Chegon. 
Was that to do with Cheggers? It, I think it might have come from yeah. Keith Chegwin. Yeah. Originally, ironically, that someone should copy something off of him. But uh, it's... Uh, <laughs> I think Kevin Adams, if, if it ever gets in, I think Kevin Adams started saying it. And I don't then think we, it's and get then, in. he was just a kid at my school. And then he, <laughs> me and my mate started saying a lot. And then I started saying, on, I, in Fist of Fun, I say, Cheg on Pied Piper, you am a twat. <laughs> Where's that in the dictionary? That's been on the telly, so that should be in. Okay. Yes, you're, you're an idiot. Yeah, I got that. Yeah. <laughs> Which is because when I, was at, when I was at college, we had a bread rotor thing on the wall. Uh, which was a sort of joke. I, we, we kind of put up loads of... We had a, a bread rotor rotor for whose turn it was to look at the rotor. A bread so rotor. I, I, made, I made loads of stupid charts. One of them was of whose turn it was to buy the bread. And we had all different funny names. Uh, like, uh, And it said Paul Twat Nathan. That was his nickname. And Paul Nathan's mum came and read it and she said, what is a twat? <laughs> so that's, what, that's from then on, twat became twat. So that's, uh, first, I should put that in the dictionary. And okay. that's, uh, the first, that's that's, an this thing. is a geeky thing coming yeah. up, but the first reference of that word yeah. was uh, about um, 1300, I think, it was a reference to nuns. Right. Uh, yeah. Just, <laughs> there was just lots going on in those days. Where's the soap? Was it that? <laughs> uh, so. No. Maybe. Where's the soap? Yes, it does. Come on. That's got to be that old, is that joke? Um, all right, I'm going to ask... Let's see what emergency questions I can give to you. Does that mean I've been terrible? So no, it doesn't mean... It's a, no one's ever got this far without an emergency question. Okay. But most of them would be too... What would you call a man who can suck his own cock? That is my... Uh, what, would, what would be the name... What is the name for that in the dictionary? Is this a joke? No. Oh. <laughs> I um, want to know the answer. Okay, I'm going to switch this round a bit yeah. while I ponder on that one. And there is a word for, uh, it's called autolutrophilist, and it's somebody who drinks their own bathwater. Wow. Yeah. Um, should you ever want to do that? And arachnobutene something of phobia, it is made up, so I can't remember it, but it's, it's the fear of peanut butter sticking to the roof of your mouth. Okay. Yeah. Anyway, I have no idea okay. is the answer to your should, first question. You should be ready for that. <laughs> So that's what I like about you is the idea of you is that, you know you're my ideal woman because we could just be in bed and I just go what's, what do you the, call de- that? what's the definition of that and you go is this <laughs> okay try me don't even need to get a dictionary just go oh, you mean think you of got... the money you've saved on a dictionary there that is 12 quid 12 quid 15 quid yeah so, you know, it's so your husband's a lucky man that is all I'm saying any time he never asks me you know, for any definition ever. I would ask you all no. the time you were married to me. You'd be, you'd be defining all the time. You'd be, be going, Can I stay in at work? You'll come home. Come home from a long day of defining stuff. When I get home, I just want to not define anything, all right? I don't want to know what the definition of stuff is. I'm relaxing. You'd, be, you'd hate being married to me. But you want a word factory. You want somebody to make the words out of your definitions, don't you? That's what you really want. Yeah, well, I want to say what's the word. What does, how do I pronounce... Um, uh, approbation. I can never, I can never get that right. Yeah, got that right. And it's, no, it's the other one. It's the uh, what's the one I can't pronounce? There's one I can't pronounce. <laughs> it's a bit like that. Uh, yeah, appropriate. Uh, yeah, appropriate. Very good. Appropriate. Yeah, I can't. Yeah, I, can never, I can never pronounce that. I say opprobrium every opprobrium. time. Yeah, and you could go. No, it's not. Look, you say, look at these funny squiggles. Like I don't understand them. And you say, well, I do, and it's opprobrium. I think by that point, I'd be giving you a slap. <laughs> <laughs> 
And does that I could I always get opprobrium and disopprobrium confused. I don't know what it means. What does opprobrium mean? Opprobrium. Yeah. It's like censure. It's like yes. Yeah, uh, so I always think it means praise. No, it's the opposite. Yeah, exactly. So you know, I can't say it, and I get it wrong. I look like a total dick. Oh, I just thought you'd be casting nasturtiums. That's another one that I love. Okay. Casting nasturtiums on people. Um, have, have you ever seen a Bigfoot? Seen <laughs> your, your travels? Your travels that around is an emergency from, from, question. from York and Leeds. No, no. okay, no. Uh, uh, have you seriously got that written down? Yeah, that's Let's one of my if I've got any written down for you here. Um, <laughs> going to... um, okay, what is a slang wang? What is a slang wang? Yeah. <laughs> um, but, see, that's another example. I didn't know that wang was. <laughs> I had no idea. A slang wang is just a slang party. And a, and a, this, um, a slang party. A wang, a bang wang. Yeah. <laughs> a bang wang. I don't eat. In What's a good happening? way or a bad What's way? What's happening to me? <laughs> Am I drifting in and out? I've got the Susie Dent from off the telly. No, they have to. And have you not heard of slang parties? You know, no. in India, they have laughter clubs. Okay. You heard of laughter clubs? Oh, laughter clubs sounds so... You just go what? to... They have laughter yoga. Yeah. And seriously, okay. they go to these gatherings in order to be made to laugh. It's a bit like people are here today. You'd hope, wouldn't you? <laughs> <laughs> and... It just fills you with, you know, endorphins and, and good things. So they okay. have laughter yoga, but also they have sort of like, it's a bit like a rapping contest. Okay. Uh, but they have, just throw slang at each other anyway. I thought it sounded fun. It, was, it does sound fun. <laughs> have you got what it takes to be a spy? Yes. Yeah. I always wanted to be a spy. Yeah, you could be a spy. I've just written a book on um, the kind of codes of different groups uh-huh. of people. Yeah. Uh, so the kind of tri- like modern tribes. So comedians be one of them. They, the comedians Check were on. some that's of the hardest. That's one of the codes. That's one of our codes. Yeah. means bad luck. I have to write that one down. Uh, but I did spies and I did Freemasons. Oh, yeah. They were, they were very interesting. Did you know there's more than one Freemasons handshake? There are loads of them. I didn't know. Yeah. So Then do you have to be in the Freemasons for a while to find out the next one up? Or do they well, know about them, all of them straight away? No, I think, I think it's... Yeah, I think it's just sort of passed on. You have to be male, so I wasn't yeah. privy to any of these, sadly. Um, but uh, And spies have their own sort of body language as well. I, I really would have loved to have been a spy. Wouldn't you everybody? Still be a spy. This is great MI5 ad, job advert <laughs> that said, um, see all your best work go unnoticed, <laughs> which I thought was perfect. I would have answered that one. How would I have answered it? Or you would have answered it, you would have answered it. Yeah. Uh, when, I was, uh, when we first went to Edinburgh... We stayed in a Masonic lodge, mm. uh, and that was where we, we all just slept on the floor. And they, we kind of broke into all their cupboards to see what the magic stuff was in there. They had a TARDIS in their basement. A TARDIS. They had a TARDIS. A real TARDIS. Well, you know, uh, no. <laughs> <laughs> what kind of TARDIS? Uh, I was tempted to, yeah, and we travelled in time and space. <laughs> no, it looked like any. a TARDIS. It was like, but it was like. Hex- slightly hexagonal but it was a blue box that you could go inside it was probably a prop because they have these these great initiation ceremonies yeah. which play on people's yeah i mean they're quite funny apparently right and they play on people's um jobs or you know tastes or whatever yeah. so it was probably a riffing off somebody's personal taste for doctor who could be or just police because it's like the police boxes in uh, well that's what it is isn't it but the edinburgh still has those police boxes yeah good uh, that is a good answer to my question congratulations <laughs> Um, what, what was the question? No, I don't know. Uh, 
here's a question. I've been I'm, okay. I've stolen emergency questions from other people. This is uh, MarshallJonesJr.com. These are hundred questions to ask people. This is one of the questions. Have you ever tried sushi? <laughs> My name is always spelled sushi. Whenever anybody spell checks their documents, I oh, come out as sushi den. Oh. So, uh, yes, I love sushi. Yes, yes, most people have. It's an odd question. <laughs> <laughs> Do you have, like, I was talking to Vic Rees about this last week, I've got a celebrity shag list with my wife of the five people we're allowed to have sex with. Have you got that? Have you got five celebrities that you would be allowed to have sex with? Allowed to? Yeah, your, your to. husband would say it's fine because they're on the list. Uh, Arsene Wenger would be one of oh, them, yeah. but he's a massive Arsenal fan. And so I, he wouldn't mind your, your probably husband? Probably not. I'm the only person in the world who has a crush on Arsene. Probably. I think. Well, you know, he's probably had crush. sex before. I reckon. I reckon yes. probably. No, as in, a, probably as in a big crush. I, yeah. think, I think he's amazing. So Arsene would definitely be one of them. Okay. Um, I, this is going slightly off topic. Oh yeah. But I had to. Um, I didn't have to. I wanted to um, be in Lee Mack's uh, sitcom Going Out. Did oh, you yeah. say? Where I had this cameo role. I'm hoping it would have gone out. But when does this go out? Uh, a couple of months. <laughs> okay think it will have hopefully gone out by okay. then but uh, in which i was um hugh dennis's i think probably weird crush but he said secret crush i'm, I'm always it's really insulting to be told you're a weird crush isn't you're it you're not a weird crush i think i am danny no. dyer said i was his weird crush on radio one i've never been so upset Ridiculous. i don't think weird crush is good and a nor accurate you're a but perfectly acceptable crush. <laughs> <laughs> no, I think I think I definitely I, I work alongside Rachel after all. But anyway, in this scene, yeah, I had fuck to. Few <laughs> women going. Oh, yeah, fuck. Oh, no, she's she's astonishing. She's got the whole beautiful. package, hasn't she? She has the new maths. <laughs> See, with her, I'd be going, I'd be in bed and going, what seven times five? <laughs> Bang! And straight away, she wouldn't even have to think. It's true. So di- yes, don't don't go any further about That's having all I want. dictionary and maths That's all together. I want. We, yeah, we together. anyway. Um, the Lee Mac thing. You're not. A yes. Weird crush. So I had to get or in and out of it. Have you ever, have you ever acted in a in a actor? <laughs> I have acted, and I oh, I continually uh, the last year. What have I done? Are you, okay. Have you, the, the last uh, the parts I'm getting now are all. The blokes who go to prostitutes, and I'm very angry about it. Really? Because I've never been to a prostitute. That's worse than a weird. I don't. Know, this guy doesn't have to pay. Look at that. That's my money. That's the money maker. Uh, so I keep on getting like either weird men who've done strange things to themselves, or yeah. men who go to escorts. <laughs> you know, and I accept the work. But is this for telly? Because I do tell you, I don't watch telly. So no, it's not. No, it's okay. I wish, no, I it's just. <laughs> It's just for, it's for pornography, mainly. <laughs> uh, no, I, I, I do some acting, yes, but not, yes. not very Well, much. this was one scene in which I Emma Bunton was there oh, yeah. as well, uh, who was Lee Mack's crush. Weird, 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 crush. weird No, did not come into it, strangely. No, okay. uh, and I had to get in and out of a hot tub. Right. Sort of 15 times. Anyway, knowing that I was a weird crush, it was the, just, yeah, it was just not a very good feeling. What would be worse if that is never on the telly, that you just, you two tune in, 
why, why, why is that hot tub scene <laughs> They just called me in to get in there but it's a hot tub 15 times. Yeah, possibly. Um, but it just, it, the whole thing took about six hours. Yeah, to it's do, a yeah. long time. Yeah, it does. Because I'm just used to kind of almost as live telly. So <laughs> anyway, that, that I mentioned that because we we're talking about people that you would yeah. be allowed to shag. Who would you be would, allowed to? Um, well, I've gone over it a lot. I'm trying to give in. I'm, I'm very interested in um, Rebecca from CBeebies <laughs> now. <laughs> She's not really on my list. Uh, Anne Whittacombe. Anne Whittacombe. Yeah. Oh, and the mum in Topsy and Tim. Yeah, that's I right. I haven't seen you tweet about her. Yeah, I think nice. lots of men have a crush on the mum. Yeah, nice. yeah, but now I've seen Rebecca. That's, that's I don't gone. think I've seen Rebecca. Okay, so you watched CBeebies on your I own. I did now. watch, I, well, I started watching Let's Play on my own. I realised the day I was just watching a bit of it and there was no baby around. I thought, yeah, this is, I've got a problem. Yeah, I would say. There's one where she's a tennis player, that's a good one. And there's one where she's, uh, there's one where she's a tennis player, right? What, what programme is it? It's, it's called Let's Play. Ah, and the, the yeah. idea of the, I've seen her as a pirate. The idea of the show is that... Um, Rebecca and uh, this other guy live in a house together for some reason. Yeah, and I've then seen, I've seen this. suddenly, every now and again, a noise comes and they go, Oh, who will it be? Whose turn will it be? And then one of them goes into a magic room where they get to play <laughs> and they get dressed up as something and they go and play. So the tennis player one, which I was very interested to see. Um, <laughs> Rebecca becomes a tennis player and, goes, and then goes to play the world's best tennis player, but she's never played tennis before. And so she gets a tennis coach and the coach says, Yeah, you have to do this. And here, <laughs> you have to do this. That's it. And then she plays against the best tennis player in the world. Did they have the best and tennis player in the world? He was the other guy who was playing. Oh, his name not a in him. Okay. Uh, he's. Uh, what's his name? New balls, please. <laughs> <laughs> have you been, Sid. Have you That's been, it, have you Sid. been masturbating over there? Uh, Sid. Have you been gerbling? Uh, so. Uh, <laughs> Uh, Sid's on it, yeah. He's yeah. playing. He plays the other guy, but she manages to play quite well against the best tennis player in the world. And then halfway through the thing, she goes, "He goes, oh, that's gone out." She says, "What does that mean?" <laughs> She's playing the world tennis. It's ridiculous, so unrealistic, and it and it sets up. You know, I do my watching that, thinking, "Oh, I just have to pick up a tennis racket, do that, and then I can be the best tennis player." It takes a lot of hard work to become the best tennis player in the world. So anyway, that's it. <laughs> that's all I have to say about so Let's Play it doesn't seem to resonate with my audience this so much it's my, my frame of reference has changed now and I've left my audience behind they loved it when I talked about 1970s television that no one remembered but when I talk about <laughs> so she's nice yeah so Rebecca yes. if you know do you meet all the people off the telly and parties and Alex stuff? I see quite a lot up in Media City from CBeebies oh do you yeah no, you're not, you're not that interested in Alex. No, okay. bloke? not Rebecca. It's a bloke. bloke. Um, and um, it's quite nice. I do quite nice. And Justin has had a yeah, yeah. He's had a dressing room quite close to me, but I has never, he? I've never seen him. Wow, it's a bit sad. What about Mr. Tumble? Have you ever seen him? No, <laughs> <laughs> no, no okay. or any of the others. No, they're good. He's but good. he plays. He is very good. Yeah, but he's, he's a bit weird, but he's good. <laughs> Something a bit odd going on there. I said nothing. <laughs> Let's hope not. Um, okay, I only, I only came up with one, I'll send. Yeah, well, yeah I, think, I think that would be one. about it. It's, it's, a, it's a good choice. Uh, if you had to jump into a pool of something, what would you choose to jump into? Jelly. Would you? Yeah. Yeah. Again, you're not worried about that. I think once you've got, if it's a deep pool of jelly, that's going to be hard to escape. 
Uh, I mean, it's fun as you're jumping in. I haven't really thought it through. And then you're sucked into the jelly. Yeah. And then you're stuck in jelly, and then you you drown in jelly, which is nice for the first bit. This is Ben and Holly. We're going to get back to... Oh, really? Yeah, they they go into a jelly flood. They have jelly flood in Ben and Holly. Yeah, it's true. Anyway, sorry, let's get off kids' TV. You've got kids, right? So it's all right. I have, yeah. (laughs) (laughs) It's all right. It's all right for me to watch, Mr. Tumble. Well, I got poked in the eye by my daughter today, and it really hurts. What's the worst thing your children have done to you to injure you? To injure me, yeah. I was going to say, probably ask me what the C word was in the, <laughs> in the supermarket. Um, to injure me, uh, well, we have pillow fights yeah. a lot, a lot. Uh, so I have, uh, just, yeah, I think I've fallen off the bed a few times. Um, I'm just trying to think. Oh, yes, I did get, um, we were playing, you know, you can play, we used to call it French cricket with a yeah. tennis racket and the ball. Yeah, I did get the tennis racket put somewhere that was very painful. Yeah. <laughs> I've forgotten all about that. <laughs> Thanks. That's when a very you, weird you, question. Was that know. from the same person who asked about sushi? <laughs> <laughs> no, that's from me. It's the worst got, child-related injury. In why oh. do we have frozen peas? That's what I need to find out. My wife asked me the other day oh, why that. we have frozen peas. Why do we have frozen peas? And you can no, get it, fresh peas. Yeah, you can, but generally... <laughs> Generally, we have our peas frozen, but no other vegetable. I mean, you can get frozen vegetables, but you don't always have the I'll frozen I'll tell you why. Properly. It's because it locks in the vitamin C. Well, it's... The... <laughs> Not as much as just eating it naturally. <laughs> um, <laughs> I won't ask you that one. Oh. And it wouldn't make sense. Uh, what's, the, okay. do you ever, what's the worst rumour you've ever heard about yourself? Have you ever heard any rumours about yourself that aren't true? Um, rumours uh, yeah well Wikipedia yeah. Wikipedia is always wrong about me and I've always thought I never want to change it because I'm quite a hugely private person and I always quite like the idea that nobody knows very yeah. much about me so for a while it's not. it wasn't the worst one it was actually quite funny for a while I was in prison in Cambodia <laughs> um, and I was married to a paperclip billionaire wow I didn't know I never knew if that meant I was married to a paperclip <laughs> or whether he was a billionaire paper. through paperclips do you think you'd become a bit you have to sell a lot of paperclips to become a billionaire <laughs> you? I mean, you really, well, there can't be get much per paperclip and that's the way to, your mind works you'd have I to sell like a hundred a hundred million paperclips probably Mark, there must that's be not even a million, so, you know, that's <laughs> probably more than that. And one of them is made out of pure gold with diamonds on it, and that one costs a billion pounds. <laughs> Do you stay friends with the contestants from uh, Countdown? Because they look like the kind of people you'd quite like to hang around with. I mean. Uh, this is the thing I love about Countdown yeah. is that we do not get the contestants on for their sort of telliness. No. So they don't kind of, you know, shout no. or jump up and down or, uh, you I know, you do any of that crazy I thought you said don't shower is what I thought you said, but that is, that is probably true <laughs> they also. They do shower, they do shower. Um, <laughs> do I... So yeah, there is... There's actually quite... A, and I've used the word family again, but for every Countdown final, you'll yeah. probably have half the audience will be previous champions and things coming back and most of them are very normal uh, and he doesn't, he doesn't believe me and um, in fact all of them are really normal and they're, yeah. they're genuinely genuinely <laughs> lovely all of them are oh, well, I don't know who I was thinking of there <laughs> uh, so yes we uh, do we do yeah good. you'll see if you come you will see and also they have um, 
pens and papers on the on the chairs so you know everybody could get stuck in this is sounding so geeky but even for cats does countdown people play along yeah when they're cleaning the seats from the audience afterwards which audience are you thinking i'm just no i'm sorry never either really um like on countdown is there a rule that you're not allowed to have really rude words because there was one episode of countdown where u d f c k e were in the nine yeah uh, no, and everyone be... went for five letter words so I, <laughs> I can see a six letter word there yes so they're not were they not allowed did they go I've got it it's fucked and you went no you can't have that come back with because um, it, a specific watershed so you yeah. can have wanker for example but right. it's beeped out which is very strange yeah but people can offer it um, but no <laughs> <laughs> does that mean yes um so, could and just we can say have... a thing could come down saying the rude that the word that was chosen was too rude, but was six letters. It should be matters. Yeah. The competi- I can't believe people went for five letter words. Um, I'm not sure they did. I think we might have had to replay that round, yeah. <laughs> uh, if I remember rightly. But yeah, there's, there are very strange watersheds. So gobshite yeah. is fine. Yes. Um, and <laughs> yes, and I'm trying to think of other ones that we have allowed. But, yeah, no, I, the, the watersheds are quite tight with Channel 4. Yeah. So we do tend to avoid them. I think, well, it, should, not I think it should be allowed, and then just public. it should say the, the word that was chosen. There should be a like, like Blue Peter when they, someone takes cocaine. Someone comes on and goes, we're really sorry Richard Bacon did that. He won't, he won't do it again, we promise. So someone should come on and go, we're sorry the word the man came up with was too rude to say, but, I mean, look at the letters. It's obvious what it is. <laughs> And if you know, you know. And if you, it's the same with the child looking up a word in the dictionary. You're not going to chance across that. You're not going to get to F. So, uh, <laughs> once you've got to C, you go, wow. That's what, what I've got. Have you got your... It's a daughter, isn't it? I have, Have yes, you got her dictionary yet? Or is she still tiny? No, she's too tiny. She's 16 months old, okay. so she's not able to read. She enjoys... <laughs> she likes books. She really likes Does books. She? Yeah, we go to the library when they do singing and dancing and stuff. She just goes away. She won't listen to any of that. She just goes and picks books off the shelves. Aww. Doesn't you know? She, just pictures and stuff. She's an idiot. <laughs> uh, but uh, no, she's good. But she's, don't get her an adult dictionary. Is what I was going to suggest. Well, no, I think it's good. that was so much fun. That naughtiness of looking. I mean, I yeah, really start with it. the child's one. Richard. Yeah, but what's the, what rude words are going to be in that? <laughs> <laughs> I've got to train her up to be a comedian. I'm going to train her up to be a comedian. Uh, okay. So it's very important. I've decided that for her. Do you she's try? Going to, she's going to avenge my failed career <laughs> by being the best comedian ever. And then when she is, she's just get... been completely endorsed by me saying, "Have you ever acted?" Sorry. <laughs> um, Alex, well, no, you know, I, I wouldn't say acted because I inhabit the parts <laughs> so well. So can you get Cumpkin in, Chegg on? Uh, probably out of them. Our Stargate was probably the best one. Out What's your favourite words, though? Have What's got... my favourite word? Yeah. Oh, there's so many to choose from. Yeah. I like crepuscular. Ah, oh, that's beautiful. Yeah. Richard Whiteley's was moonset, which kind oh, of well, links sim- with that. Similar area. Yeah. What's your favourite? What's the best well, word? Well, crepuscular is lovely, but dimpsy is also beautiful. That's from Devon, and it means twilight. Dimpsy. 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 It's a bit dimpsy out there. Oh, I love that. That's nice. Yes. Well, you know, it's sort of like we've got to a natural end and we were talking about twilight and moonlight. <laughs> and we're all In the twilight years. Let's, let's, let's have a little nap. <laughs> then we'll come back and talk about some more. Let's have a five-minute nap. 
How's the football going? Oh, yeah. Anyone know? What? <gasps> what an oh. embarrassment this country is. Uh, so, uh, <laughs> an awful embarrassment. Look, it's been really lovely to have you on. I'm Thank a you. massive fan, and uh, you're not a weird crush. And Rachel Riley is. D- <laughs> yeah, Rachel, so, if you're uh, listening, he's giving you a thumbs up. Uh, let her know. She, if she knows Rebecca from CBB, <laughs> we can maybe work something out between the three of us. But that is. <laughs> that's as far as I will go with. Uh, <laughs> thank you so much for coming up. Susie Dent! Thank you. Listening to Richard Herring's Leicester Square Theatre podcast with me, Richard Herring, and my guest, Brainy Susie Dent. The music is by Pest. That also means a, as well as being a band, that is a type of uh, insect that will eat your crops. It's a dictionary-based show. Uh, thank you very much to everyone at the Leicester Square Theatre. It's not even in Leicester. That's how confusing that is. Thank you to everyone at Go Faster Strike. Thank you to everyone at the British Comedy Guide. Thank you very much to the sound recordist, George. He is very good at his job. Thank you to my producer, Ben Walker, who has not turned up for these credits, so I can call him a dick again. And thank you also to everyone at Fuzz, Go Faster Strike and Sky Potato Limited for producing this show as well. It's been quite Hope you enjoyed the show. If you like this stuff, help us out. Buy a little badge, my friend. That's all I ask of you. Uh, gofasterstripe.com slash badges. Uh, if you've, we've done hundreds of these things now. If you've never donated, just go and chuck a quid or two in, and that will help us make some more. If you have donated already, thank you very much. Or just tell your friends about the podcast, and maybe one of them will be nice enough to give us one pound. That's le- less than one P a podcast. All right, see you later. Bye. Even when we're on a budget, we still deserve nice things. Quince is a place to scoop up stunning high-end goods for 50 to 80% less than similar brands. They have buttery soft cashmere sweater starting at $50, luxurious Italian leather bags, and so much more. Plus, Quince only works with factories that use safe, ethical, and responsible manufacturing. Get the high-end goods you'll love without the high price tag with Quince. Go to quince.com style for free shipping and 365-day returns. Planning for your next trip? Elevate your travel style with Quince. Quince has all the jet-setting essentials you'll want for your next getaway, like European linen, premium luggage options, buttery soft Italian leather bags, and so much more. And is all priced at 50 to 80% less than similar brands. Plus, Quince only works with factories that use safe and ethical manufacturing practices. Pack your bags with high-quality essentials you'll be wearing for vacations to come with Quince. Go to quince.com slash pack for free shipping and 365-day returns. On Formative, middle school kids from New York City public schools interview a phenomenal collection of grown-ups. Me, like, I don't know what I want to do. You don't have to have all the answers. I feel like a lot of people's favorite topics are, like, interest in their life. That is a really good answer. The podcast where the leaders of today are interviewed by leaders of tomorrow. Listen now at newyorkedge.org slash formative or wherever you get your podcasts. Thanks again for listening to the podcast. RichardHerring.com slash ballback slash tour or RichardHerring.com slash gigs for all of the information on the tour. 
gofasterstripe.com for lots of downloads and books and lots of fun. Thanks for listening. Go and listen to another one. Tell your friends about the show. Tell your friends about the tour. I love you all. I'm out.